Okay. Where do we go from here? (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three, four. Good afternoon, Grand Junction. That was a cringe over there. That was a cringe. I did a a visible cringe. Visible cringe. Live from Calvary Cast Studio A. There's more than one. Well, no, that was just A. There could be more than more than. We that. used to do this way in the back, You're off in the of hole. Uh, room nine there, out in that no windowless. Window. That was like a true there. studio room. It did. It felt more like a studio. It was really dark. This is better. The office with the books and the window. I feel we're one nice. step away from live videoing on YouTube. No, we're a lot of steps away from that still. Okay. Because it takes a lot That'd of work cool. to do that. It just is more. It would make us more afraid. Of what people would think about. <laughs> wow. That was good. That was good. Really good. Well, people can probably hear we have a guest. We said we wanted more guests on the podcast, and so we had one show up today. So yep. Aiden yeah, they is called here. me in Stick closer to your microphone there. Oh, okay, my apologies. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Rookie mistake. Rookie I'm mistake. I'm so sorry, guys. This is, uh, this is Aiden Thomas. He is not a. He's not unfamiliar to podcast listeners. No. He was like the voice of Jesus on our some of our Easter. Yeah, so if you're thinking, wow, who is this guy with... No, I'm not going <laughs> to finish that. Or he was the voice behind our viral Instagram video, the camera, yep. the voice behind the I'm camera. I'm the voiceless man. He's the I mean, faceless, faceless man. man. Right. He's the, the only and he's vo- a listener. He has yeah. a face for radio, as they say. You have, you have a radio wow. face, and you're a listener and you're to listening. our podcast, which is from time to time, which is a rare from other people. Yeah, <laughs> it's it rare. Makes you unique from yeah. other people it's, around you. It's rare that we have listeners to our <laughs> podcast. So when we when we do, we're like, would you come on the? Would you <laughs> want to come hang out? We have to show that. Don't make us feel so weird. So anyway, yeah. Uh, no, we have been away for a little bit. Uh, pastoral duties, life, things like that just happen. And, so the sponsors were calling, the listeners were calling, and here we are. Episode that 99. Wow, that's something. We still got to figure out what we're going to do for our 100th. So we're taking suggestions. It so seems like we got to do something more than just... Something big. Something big. Cake? Well, what would that do for a podcast? <laughs> yeah, so if we you got have a cake? cake in it that they Do you mean like see? after we do the podcast? Well, we, we eat the p- cake while we podcast or something like that. I don't know. That It'd be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah, would be man. interesting. Yeah, they listen. They just listen to you eat cake for like, and then we could minutes. say, "Let them eat cake." And there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's settled. That's what we're doing. All right. <laughs> if anybody wants to provide the cake for the podcast, reach yeah, out. Yeah, somebody me. has to. <laughs> somebody has to do it though. That's a whole yeah whole thing. Wow. All right. I don't have any more banter. Do you? Nope. All right. I'm out. Book of the month. Well, we have a new uh, book of the month. Yes, we do. Called uh, Dispatches from the Front. And it is, uh, we were talking about how to pronounce this man's name. He's Tim Kaisi. Tim Kaisi. It's not um, a Kaisi word to say. Huh? Oh, oh wow. Did you get it? Kind it's of. not a Kaisi. the banter like segment's over. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. I, Stop I, interrupting here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so sorry. We're just teasing you. Um, <laughs> Did you get it, though? Do you feel fearful? Are you afraid? <laughs> Are you afraid of us right now? Do you fear us? You'll know what that's talking about, yeah. by the way, listener. He's setting it up here. Soon. Anyway, why are we talking about being afraid? But Oh, uh, Dispatches month. from the Front, Mission Book. If you've ever seen the video series Dispatches from the Front, that's what it's based on. 
uh, Tim Kaisi's uh, trips around the world and to different missionaries they support, seeing what the Lord's doing around the world. It's really uh, great. Both of them are, either the video or the book or both. There were a few more things in the books that weren't in the video. So you, as always, you... So does the book follow the videos? It's same... It's the same locations. Okay. So when he's journaling in the videos, he's writing his book. That's... I didn't know that when I first saw the videos. But yeah, that's that's what it turned into, the videos and then that book. So if you want to read through those um, and even have that book around and maybe need some Mm. um, encouragement or whatever that you could just read one section of it one time, you know, this fell under the category kind of missionary biography type book. Yeah, it would fall under that. And it's definitely a a mission, um, a mission oriented book. It is a missions book Mm -hmm. and, uh, but not a theological missions book, not like a why of missions. No, no, no. no. Stories. It's the stories of what he encountered when he went around traveling and he is with, um, what is it? Frontline, 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 Frontline. International uh, Mission Organization, and kind of just helping people see what what the Lord's doing in other places in the world. So I love the videos, mm-hmm. especially the one on Albania is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this has been really good to read, and I'll have it around, and every once in a while I'll pull it out. When I start feeling uh, discouraged, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pull that out and read about Christians that really have problems and then I'll feel like a wimp and confess my yeah. <laughs> confess your your problems. Yeah, discouragement, discouragement. and get encouraged. Hmm. All would right. you say it's a difficult read or would you say it's Oh, no, it's would easy. You say, it's would easy you would easy say read. it's easy? It's <laughs> 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 oh, Yeah, where's the Oh, yeah, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you say that Oh, there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's cut. Easy. Wow. It's easy. Take it easy. Yeah. Aiden is an aspiring podcaster. He's trying yeah. to learn from us. Yeah. He's a natural. That's what He's that's what natural. this is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, check out the book, Dispatches from the Front. You can buy it at our bookstore. You can find it right on the table, real easy like. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Time to move on. Topic of the day. You know, I'm slightly disappointed you don't play that live with your fingers. Well, you didn't have to give away the secrets behind the trade. People didn't know that. Oh, I mean, what I mean was. (laughs) You should say, wow, Graham, you're a really accomplished pianist. I can't believe you just did that right then and there. Every time, exactly the same. Yeah. That's amazing. It's talent. You can only learn from the pros. Uh, our topic of the day, the fear of man. Now they understand. Now they understand. Wow. And this oh, is also being afraid of people? why we brought Aiden on, because Aiden exemplifies the fear of man like nobody else I know. That's right. So Wait. he's a little scaredy <laughs> Wait a cat. He's a little scaredy cat, so we brought him on. <laughs> We're like, Aiden just this talks is about a, how yeah. you live your life, and it will tell people what oh, not to yes. do. This is, a, this is just a secret indictment against me. It is. We've we've That's planned this the whole time. Soon. The whole time you could be our. I told you you'd be the butt of a lot of jokes. Anyway, we're talking about the fear of man. Uh, I'll set us up a little bit here with this with this conversation. There are certain categories that I think are really important for Christians to have kind of ingrained in their vernacular, right? The way they think about their own lives and evaluate their hearts and their heart motivations. And so, fear of man is one of those categories. The Bible talks about it. Well, actually, like if you find the phrase "the fear of man," not very frequently in the scriptures, but it talks about it in a number of other ways. 
Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Other categories maybe we'll tackle in the future, things like heart idolatry, right? Like what does it mean to have idols of the heart? Those are, they're very, understanding those terms and how the Bible talks them uh, talks about them are very helpful for analyzing our own hearts and souls and motivations, right? You ask yourself, you ask yourself, why do I do what I do? Questions like the fear of man and idols of the heart are very probing in that way. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I think that's right. And um, I think we should probably begin, well, maybe you already been, but even just defining fear, what is fear of man? Yeah, we could do that. Or we could just read the one passage that maybe references the fear of man. Okay, yeah, right. Good. Proverbs twenty nine twenty five, The fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Right. right. Um, so I think we'll kind of work our way into a definition of the fear of man uh, because it's kind of multifaceted. But maybe just thinking about that first, Proverbs twenty nine twenty five. what things do we see here about the fear of man? Um, you know, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. There's obviously fearing man is in opposition to trusting the Lord. Yeah. And it's, and it's destructive. So the two things I hear in that, right? It's mm-hmm. destructive. It's destructive. It's uh, dangerous. dangerous, dangerous and destructive, and it is ensnaring. That would go along with that same thing, right? Yeah. Um, that actually really, because I hadn't looked at that verse, and I lost the sheet you gave me. <laughs> but I have all my own notes here. Okay. So this is like, going to be real <laughs> interesting to see how this goes. No, that was uh, that's really good, actually. Uh, right, but think about the nature of a snare. Right, it's a it's an entrapment, um, and if you think about, we'll talk about fear. Really, it's in terms of awe. Right, and once you're in awe of something, it's it's hard to get away from being in awe of it to a degree, right? Um, the other thing that that you think about the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. There's an element of bondage to the fear of man. Um, it, it's not freeing, right? That, again, that idea of being ensnared by it, um, and then ultimately, it, it is an issue of of trusting the Lord. If I'm if I'm fearing man, I'm not trusting God. Is what is ultimately happening there. Right. So the fear of man, I can give you a definition and maybe we could work off of that. Sure. Okay. This is from Ed Welch. His book, When People Are Big and God is Small, really talks about this. We did a podcast on this like probably three years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It's one of the ones that should not really be listened to again. I know. Yeah. But anyway, we will do, this is, this is the reboot, the redo. A little, we're wiser and more mature mm-hmm. than we were. That's uh, questionable, but true. <laughs> Okay, here is Ed Welch's definition. Fear of man, we replace God with people. Instead of fearing the Lord, we fear others. Would you add anything to that or take away? No, I don't know that I'd add anything to it or take away from it. I think that's a good summarization. Okay. Um, I guess for me, I think it's helpful to, yeah, that is basically it in a nutshell, right? But isn't it helpful to like really help somebody think about how it manifests? That's itself. right, because right. even as I said, thinking about these, a definition is helpful. However, it doesn't, like you said, it's multifaceted. Right. Fear of man. And I started thinking about it even this morning as I was preparing for this, and um, my phone is just blowing up right now. <laughs> People but want to get on the show here. Hopefully, yeah. everything's all right. But yeah, so it manifests itself in so many different ways, and I was thinking, man. I, I see it there in my past mm. and present. I mm-hmm. see it there. I see it there. I and that it the, the re, it lays a snare and it makes me think about 
I've done things I shouldn't have done Mm -hmm. because of the fear of man. Mm -hmm. And I've not done things I should have done because of the fear of man. And it's manifested itself in different ways. So, yeah. And I guess for me, a definition of fear of man, we'd have to talk about fear. Right. You know, what what are we really talking about when we are fearing? Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Go for it. You lead the way on that. So, because I'm thinking like there's different ways, right? And even the scripture talks about these Mm -hmm. different ways of the fear of man, like... There's the fear of physical harm. Right. So, you know, the, um, and I could see this if we lived in a predominantly Muslim country sure. and we were Christians and we knew that they could take us and kill us. Right. So Jesus had to tell his disciples, don't fear the ones right. that can kill your body. Right. right? Um, uh, the psalmist said, you know, what can man do to me? Right. The Lord's on my side. I, what can man do to me? Things like that. I called that a trembling fear. Right. Yeah. It's a fear trembling what others could do to me. Physical Good. harm. It, was that on the paper you gave me? Yeah, uh, maybe. A trembling fear? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, that's a, you're physically afraid. Right. And um, I I would say that I, you know, that's probably not one of my big fears mm-hmm. necessarily. I, I think I could take anybody at our church, except <laughs> maybe Matt Lanny. I'm thinking, he's a pretty <laughs> tough guy. He's a tough guy. He's strong, but I think anybody else I could take, but like... <laughs> But then the other problem. Wait a minute. Hold on. That's a good You just talked statement. about fighting people in our church. <laughs> we got to stop yeah, the podcast okay. and have an intervention so, here. I'm just kidding. But like, um, but that's, I, I don't know. For most of us, right. that's probably not a big deal right no, now. Not We're not right sitting now. there fearing man of like what they can physically do to right. us. And our, we live in a country with laws like mm-hmm. that protect us to a degree. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, what other, the main right for me is it is the fear of, what people will think yep or about me mm-hmm. or something i've done or uh the fear of what they're uh you know how they'll respond to something mm-hmm. i do mm-hmm. you're talking um, now how it manifests yeah so, so that's right. the way i'm thinking so right. when i'm defining like when i'm thinking of the definition of fear, fear man, man. Yep. i'm saying there is that way of like oh we're afraid somebody could hurt right. us and that could be a problem right. and a snare but for more practical purposes, probably our people is more free, fearing right. thoughts of us yes. or whatever, right? Yeah, and even going back to just the larger definition of what is fear, right? Because the Bible talks about fear most often in context of fearing God, right? And there it's used in terms of awe or reverence, right? It's a worship, right? So when we think about it either in in the fear, like the context you're using, fear of what other people think of me, it's a, it has to do with worship ultimately, Right. Right. So um, the other aspect that I would bring out just on the question of what is fear, there is an, so if we have a trembling fear that's fearful of what people could do to us, there's a right fear in terms of awe or reverence and worship of God. But there's also like an anxious fear in terms of I don't have control of things, right? Something uh, may or may not happen. So it's out of my control. That's an element of fear as well. Um, any other things to add on that? No, not on that okay. part. Yeah. Let's talk just a little bit about then some more ways that maybe the fear of man would manifest itself. Yeah. Right. I think that's, that's going to be what's helpful. Get into the nitty gritty of that. Because that's what I think will be most helpful right. to all of us, right? Uh, okay. So I've got a number of things, maybe all, and if you have things as well that you can list, we probably have some overlap. I took several of these again from Ed Welch's book, but 
I came up with my own. I did too, <laughs> some of them, all right? But why rewrite the rewrite it, you I'm know? I'm just messing. Just messing. I don't even have Don't those. be afraid of what I'm thinking or the people. Right I'm now thinking. I might be demonstrating that. <laughs> have you ever been overly concerned with what another person thinks of you? Right. You might be under the influence of the fear of man. Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, and making decisions, like you talked about this earlier, making decisions based on that mm. or not doing things based on what people think, mm-hmm. right? That would be a way that the fear of man, man manifests itself probably the most clearly. Yeah. Yep. Do you have one? We'll go back and forth. Yeah. So I'm thinking about, um, of course, that, you know, thinking about what people are thinking about you. Um, but I thought about the scripture passage in Romans 2 that we had um, where Paul says, uh, they're not a Jew who's one outwardly, mm. you know, and circumcision is a matter of the heart. And he says, uh, it's the last two verses, actually. He says, no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor circumcision outward and physical, but a Jew is one inwardly. And circumcision is a matter of a heart of the heart by the spirit, not by the letter. And then he ends the chat. Well, in our Bible, it's the end of the chapter. His praise is not from man, but from God. Mm. And I think that what we see even in the teachings of Jesus about the Jewish people of that time, especially the leaders, I Mm -hmm. think is really who he's referring to, that they, all of what they did seemed to be almost almost entirely Mm. for the praise of men. Mm -hmm. So Jesus had to teach in the Sermon on the Mount, don't be like that and do all your righteousness, practice your righteousness before men to be seen by them. Right. Because then you don't get the reward from God. And so I, it, it just stuck, uh, struck me that that is kind of a manifestation of it is this idea of being outwardly trying to be look r- righteous or yeah. look holy or mm. look whatever. And it's not we're, we're even focus on the heart at all that only God can see. Hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? I see I, it's saying. A, that's a form of fear of man when we right. uh, when we hit can act in hypocrisy righteously in front of others. Yeah. And you know it's not true because it's not who you are behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's, an, that's a manifestation of the fear of man. Yeah, that's really good. You might even, like, let's say, show up to church hmm. because you know every... Not not because you know it's the right thing to do or because you love the Lord, you want, but because you're afraid, afraid people what? are going to... Think yeah. about that. Now you should. Still <laughs> <show up. laughs> oh, that's <laughs> not an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Or serving, you know, yeah. sir, it, it can manifest that. And so, that's all of us, yep. you know, I think can face that. Um, here's some more thoughts that I have or semi me, semi Ed Welch on uh, ways the fear of man manifests itself. And I can think of these, yeah, in the context of like a Sunday morning gathering, really mm-hmm. pretty Oh. Th- that might be a good just start there, right? Right. Have you ever been afraid to talk to someone? Hmm. Right. Like right. that's a manifestation of the fear of man, right? Well, and again, it goes back to the other one. What are they going to think of me? Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Uh, avoiding people entirely. Yep. I think that can be a manifestation of the fear of man. Yeah. It's uncomfortable for me, and I'm more concerned about how I feel. Yeah. And I don't want to feel uncomfortable or say something. And, you know, yeah. I don't know what to say when the conversation stops and I, that makes me anxious. And so I'll just not do it. Yeah. Yet the Bible has told me I should do that. Right. right. I, I That's important because that I guarantee you that's not how people are viewing that, that are right. struggling with that. Right. So if they're not wanting to talk to other people, they're not viewing it. They're just like, well, I'm shy or I'm not like right. that or it's my personality. Right. 
you know, or whatever. And it's like, they're not even thinking of it in terms of fear of man. Right. No. But I can tell you, cause as you bring that one up, I'm thinking that I have to confess that at times too. Yeah, like I you're too. sitting there thinking like, okay, what am I going to say to this person? What are they thinking of me right now? You know, what if I can't think of the next thing to say? Yep. And then they, what do we do? So there are all these, you know, kind of mm-hmm. peculiar. Or things. here's maybe, I think probably the place where it feels the most awkward, right? And especially, and I think, because I've experienced this myself in the in the church gathering, somebody comes to church for a long time, maybe even years. You see each other every Sunday. You've never talked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've never entered, and you think like, I probably should know who that person is, right? And you don't want to break the eye because you're like, <laughs> we've been going to the same church for five years. We see each other every Sunday. We've never even looked yep, at each yep. other, but we both know each other exists, right? Mm-hmm. What keeps you from moving to that person is sometimes the fear of man, right? Yeah. Well, what are they going to think? What are they thinking of me? The fact that I've never talked to them for five years. Maybe right. they won't, you know, things like that. Could I, could I, I'm thinking of a situation just like that, just thinking maybe the solution to that is an honoring of God and what he commands us to do. But in addition, um, true love and true humility mm-hmm. wash that away yep. because you're not, you know, I think it was Tim Keller that did a little deal on this, but he talks about the fact that it's like, you're not thinking much about yourself at all when right. you have true love and humility. Yep. So it removes that that fear of man's right. self consciousness. Right. And that and it's more like outward directed. So you're looking at the, you're not thinking about yourself at all. Yep. And that would be the goal. Mm-hmm. And um and so not just maybe not just breaking down that wall of shyness Mm -hmm. and doing that for God, which you are, Mm -hmm. but also asking God to work in you so that you love people in such a way that you're more like just thinking of them, interested in them. You're not really thinking about yourself or how you're being perceived. Right. And, and a biblical command that goes along with this is greet one another, right? Be kind to one another, love one. That's all, that's all entailed in this. So when you think like I do have propensities, right? Like some of us are not the, the, you know, just talk to everybody, mm-hmm. don't know a stranger kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet there are biblical commands that re- that don't put any qualifications on it as far as personality goes. Right. All right. Do you have any other things on ways the fear of man manifests itself? I do. Go I for th- it. Yeah, so you, was, go another one. Right. And I was thinking about, um, uh, well, how about the fear of man in manifesting itself in private sin or secret sin? Okay. Now let me let me explain to you what I mean by that. Um, we can we can see that we fear man more than we fear God in our sins that we're willing to commit in private that mm. we would never commit in front of someone else, mm. or even in our minds. See, sometimes, mm. let's say we're we're having envy towards somebody, mm-hmm. or seething anger towards them, or bitterness, or vengeance or whatever and then you talk to them and you act all nicety nice yeah 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 well you just showed that you don't fear god because he sees and knows a heart and he's told Mm -hmm. you that's wrong you shouldn't be doing that but you did show you feared that person because you're not doing that right right? yeah yeah. so i'm just saying some of these things Mm -hmm. started popping in or like committing a sin privately that you know uh you you don't care that god is sitting there watching this but you would never do that in front of other people or acting one way at home and in a different way at yeah, church and that, which is all things that, I mean, I think we can mm-hmm. just 
relate to. We're not yeah. throwing stones at anybody. Yeah, like, no, no, no. This I is, relate to this I, stuff. I, I'm just I'm listing things out that like, yeah. wow, this is a real prominent thing, and uh, within me. And then I thought of another one too. Okay, yeah. And this is a little more. Some of these are a little more abstract out there. You got to think a little bit more about these. But it's like the whole uh, deconstruction movement in mm. uh, liberal theolo- theology in general. I think stems from a fear of man because what they wanted is they wanted the respect from man uh, and from the world and the way to do that. And they're finding they don't get that. So what do we got to do now? We've got to change our theology. So it's more palatable. Yeah. And we want to be, we want to be more acceptable to the world Mm -hmm. and accepted in their eyes. That's fear of man. Yeah. And, um, and so uh, those those are different ways, too, that it can manifest itself. And even for a practical person, that can manifest itself in, like, you know, fearing, you know, like if you have a clear opportunity to share the gospel mm-hmm. with somebody mm-hmm. and you don't do it, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and um, you know, I had somebody tell me a story recently. They were they had prayed for a opportunity to witness and. And God will always answer that. (laughs) And, and they were sitting in a room full of, you know, with people at their work or whatever. And all of a sudden somebody in the room goes, Hey, does anybody know what happens to you when you die? And they're just sitting there like, and they know like all these other people around and are like, really Lord right now, you know, it couldn't have been (laughs) private. So that, that's just like clearly the Lord. So they had to, they had to do it, you know, and there was that natural fear of man that could have caused them Mm. to shrink back or Mm. whatever. I mean, different ways. There's so many different ways we could all come up with, but if we think about it and here was what dawned on me this morning, I don't think about this enough Yeah, that, um, I need to be thinking about this more and watch for this in my own heart and life because it's there. Yep. One other, sometimes, um, the fear of man can manifest itself when you need to confront a brother or sister Mm -hmm. about a sin. Mm -hmm. Well, you, may not want to do that because you're fearing their their response their response and or or and you're fearing your like own self in a way yes. and the accusations that could come back right well yeah. who are you to who are you to judge right yeah. so so it can come in all those different ways um in our culture too as as um the gospel is more and more rejected and the bible is more and more hated you know, Jesus talked about the seed sown on rocky ground. People receive it with joy. But then as soon as like tribulation or persecution arise, and he says, on account of the word, mm. Matthew 13, like because they believe the word and all of a sudden the world hates them, then they abandon the faith. So mm. it's it's it could be in mo- uh, many, many different ways. Okay, let me give you a few more because I have 10. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought you were done. That's no, why I was no, like, no, no. Oh, I, I was just rotating. I'll give you the rest of mine here. Uh, and, and these are shorter, but just things that to evaluate your life, maybe things you do. Have you ever talked too much to someone? Like you don't know when to shut up, right? In a conversation that could be manifesting itself in the fear of man. Again, you want to be perceived well by others. And so you oh, just boy, talk too much. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feel real down after this whole chapter. <laughs> So discouraged. We need to get to the gospel. We better have the gospel at the end. Uh, What about being jealous or envious of other people? You talked about this, right? But if you think about um, jealousy or envy, you're controlled by other people and the things they have Mm. or their state in life. And you don't like that they have it and you don't, right? That's a form of the fear of man. Mm -hmm. Um, 
always second guessing your decisions or paralyzed to make a decision because you're overly concerned with what others will think. Right. You know, um, yeah. Should I go here, do this or that? I don't know. Well, what will this person think if I do this or what will this person do if I think that? Right. Just another, another form of the fear, man. Uh, do you lie about yourself? Right. Like, do you lie because you're afraid of being exposed? Right. That's Mm -hmm. a form of the fear of man. Uh, what about loving the, the, the praise from men? Right. Uh, love the, uh, the praise that comes from men rather than the praise that comes from God. Do you always need to be affirmed in everything? Right. Uh, that you need people to tell you how you're doing. Right. That, that could be a form of the, the fear of man. What, or, and here's a way too, that would also really express that. How do you feel when people don't praise you? Right. When that's gone, what, what happens? Uh, and then the last one I have, do you think of yourself as better than others? If so, you can still be fearing men rather than God because your life is defined by being better than someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the standard. Well, I'm better than that. I'm fearing them more than I'm fearing God. God's standard is is higher, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a couple other things I just add on this, right? Here's some other terms that culturally people would use to describe the fear of man, but we don't really. Peer pressure, right? We think about that in terms, especially young people, right? You're always, oh, don't give in to peer pressure or things like that. But that's ultimately what it is. I, if I don't do X, Y, or Z and my friends are telling me like, what will they think? So I better do it. That's one people pleasing, uh, you know, and that often is, exp- I think is, is seen in never saying no to something. Uh, right? right. If, if people are always asking me to do something and I just can never say no to it. Well, why is it that you can never say no to something? Yeah. Right? Well, it's cause you're afraid of what they'll think. And then codependency, right? That's kind of a, like a buzzword sometimes. Right, you need people to meet your your needs in a way that only God can. Right, that's another way that the fear of man is manifest itself. So, so what do we do about our fear of man? We set you up with a good question, and yeah. you just you gave it to us. Well, nice. Aiden, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're asking <laughs> that question because we'd like to get to the answer. Yeah, I'd like the answer. Yeah. D- okay. Twofold. Twofold. Number one. We do you. The fear of man must be driven out by a, right. the fear of God. Right. Right? That's what That's we it. need. We need to fear God, not man. Right. And by fearing God, we don't mean we're afraid of God in that sense. It mm. means we reverence him, we honor mm. him, and our desire is to please him mm. in all things. Right. And if that means that people will be happy with that, great. And if it means they won't, too bad, so sad, because we're living to please God. And I was thinking of Galatians 1, verse 10 and 11, and ask ourselves these questions, or just 10, really. Um, Paul said to the Galatian church, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Mm -hmm. So maybe in these situations, as we're thinking through, like, you know, do I have this fear of man? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow, do I make decisions based on what people are going to think or Mm -hmm. not think or how they're going to respond or whatever instead of really thinking about God or any of the things we mentioned or some others that may pop into your head? Our question needs to be, am I now seeking the approval of man or of God or am I trying to please man? Because Paul says in that verse, if I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm -hmm. You cannot fear the Lord and man at the same time. It's kind of like Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. That's right. Right. And the same thing. The one we care about, the one we're, we're concerned about what he's thinking or how he, if he's pleased or not with what we're doing is the Lord. And yeah. we, when you live that way and then you, 
uh, and then you take, you know, you think about that in decisions and you think about that in relationships. Who am I trying to please right now? The fear of the Lord begins to wash out the mm. fear of man. Second uh, Timothy 1, 6 and 7, Paul says to Timothy, For this reason I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Right? So I think about, like, what do we do right here? Like, in this passage, Paul is telling Timothy, and, you know, in Timothy's context, he's probably saying that because Timothy's a young pastor. He's coming into a, a church with maybe some problems, and he has to do some things. He's battling the fear of man. He's battling the, the fear of man. And the persecution that's intensifying, plus the problems in the church. Exactly. Yep. And so he's saying, you know, Timothy, God has not given you this spirit of fear. Rather, like, what is he? He's given you the Holy Spirit, right? He enables you to to do the right things and to not, and to be, and the Spirit is cultivating a greater love for Christ, right? And 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 here's a practical way. How, do, how does that happen? It happens as you are in the Word, right? right? You you cultivate a love for God as you're in the Word regularly, and the Spirit is is producing that in, in you. So, um, so I think Paul, like what he's saying to Timothy there, right? God gave you not a spirit of fear, but a power and love and, and self-control. So he's saying, act in accordance with that. Right. Right? Fan that into flame. B- believe this is true and act upon it. And he's given Timothy something to, something concrete to go by. If he's feeling the fear of man, then he can say, well, that's not coming from God. Right. Because God didn't give us that spirit of the fear of man. Timidity is really what he's getting. He didn't give us that. He gave us the spirit of love and power and a sound mind. So um, recognizing that, that would be a good, these two verses, the one you brought out, 2 Timothy 1, first, or, uh, Galatians, Galatians 1. 10, these are good verses to memorize if you're battling yeah. the fear of man so that you're really thinking, being able to really think right. through this. And Proverbs twenty nine twenty five: whoever trusts, or the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe, right? Yep. So maybe commit to memory those passages. Yep. The other thing too, I think that's important, because I, I can't imagine there's a person who's listened to this who can't identify or resonate with some of the things that we talk right. about in terms right. of the fear of man. And it is one of those things, when you think about it and you see it in scripture, you see it everywhere in yeah. your life. Yeah. So, you the 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 point of that when when the spirit brings those things to our minds and convicts us about them we need to respond accordingly right and we need to ask the spirit to illuminate our hearts and minds to see these things so that we deal with them properly right and yeah. then act on and it and then act on it so when Just, you're tempted to not to make a decision based on what somebody might think do the exact opposite right? that's right that's right, right. If you're tempted to not go talk to somebody go, go talk, talk to, to them. them that's right right it's very simple and over time god will help you help us with that yeah. i think I feel like too, like the fear of man. It's I feel like it's exhausting. Yeah. Like you think about like, okay, well, if I say this, then what are they going to think? And then if they go talk to this person, you know, what are they going to think? So I should probably do this instead. And you haven't even talked to them yet. <laughs> like, oh my word! Like I've done that sometimes. Like even on Sunday mornings, I'm like, oh, I want to go talk to this person. But if I keep thinking about it, then it like it takes away from my worshiping and yeah. it just like, it makes my, like my heart starts to race. I'm like, this is so it's a like, distraction. This, it's a distraction. And I just feel like it's not worth it. And, yeah. and so if you're living for like, if you're living for the glory of God and you're doing things rightly, I mean, I've been in the sense where I like, I'm thinking way too much about what somebody's thinking about me. And it just like brings me down because it's just mentally mm. and emotionally exhausting. And so if I'm living in a way that I, I, I know that I should be, then whatever comes from it, it's just, you know, I just respond accordingly. And so, and I was just thinking about 
how much more comforting it is too. Like I was in Second Corinthians one this morning, and it talks about just blessed be the God, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, and just how mm-hmm. like encouraging that it is who that's who we serve, and so a God who's gracious and a loving Father who doesn't you know he he's forgiven us and we have a new ed- identity and we're not trying to live like in appeasement worried about this thing and so it's just so much more comforting to knowing that he loves us but that we should be serving him because it's not what people think it's it's, not it's, about it's, us. it's temporary yeah whereas he's uh, our worth is already secure in him so yeah. it's just it's so much more comforting to know that it's it's yeah yeah that's a good word we'll land the plane right there Boom. That's good. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate having Aiden in the audience yes. today. If you want to sign up the sweepstakes to uh, to get into the studio audience, I you won. might have a chance. Wow. You won. Yeah, <laughs> you won. Well, we hope the conversation has been helpful for you as you uh, consider your life and and how the Lord would have you to live. We trust that these conversations provoke you in that way. Yeah, we love to hear from our listeners, so you can always reach out to us. If you're part of our church, to come up and talk to us. Send us a text. Give us a phone call. Outside of the ter- church, send us an email at thecalvarycast at gmail.com. If you're cool, you follow us on Instagram. Follow the Instagram. Follow the Instagram at, at thecalvarycast. I, I think. think so. Did I ever tell you? It's got 1,400 views on our little video, by the way. Wow. Big time. Wow. It's probably because of the time. recorder. Probably. But you can follow us on Instagram. Which video is this? <laughs> this is the one I sent you about the meditation one. Yeah. Is there expert level? Okay. Yeah. The high level. That's what the kids are doing these days is these yep. video things. So that's what we did. Instagram so. Reels. Instagram Reels. I didn't even know what it was called. But yeah, you can follow us there and uh, and you'll enjoy that. Send us topics if you have topics or things you want us to talk about or if you have questions on what we've talked about. At Calvary, we exist for the glory of God, the good of his people, and the Great Commission. Until next time.